Skivvies.com is the men's underwear authority offering over 20 top brands of sexy men's underwear, including Daniel Alexander, Covermail, Good Devil, Cocksocks, Inti Men, Agacio, Secret Mail, and much more. Since 2000, Skivvies has proudly sold more than a million pairs of sexy and comfy underwear and swimwear. They're proudly shipping to more than 100 countries and ship most orders the same day. Customer service is available seven days per week. Their customers love their bikinis, jock straps, thongs, and we know you will too. Skivvies would love for you to try their undies risk-free. Just pay for shipping. Go to skivvies.com slash collection slash foulmonkeys and use the discount code foulmonkeys to claim your free pair. This promotion is only valid for first-time customers. However, for repeat customers, use the code FOULMONKEYS20 to save 20% off your order. Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there in a day. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Ricky. And this is Jerry. You are listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, in the Rogers Park area. And West Hollywood, California. And you were listening to episode 994. Wow, it's getting closer to 999. A thousand. A thousand. I, How long have you done this? This is the 16th year. Wow. 16 years of talking S- to strangers. Sweet 16. Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam's show got held up, folks. So he might join us later. I don't know. He was kind of vague. Um, about his explanation, they held the house. And I was like, how can they hold the house when you've got commitments? <laughs> um, Ricky, Same. you were in Mexico. Yes, 10 beautiful whole days in Mexico. And where exactly? It was amazing. Uh, we went to Puerto Escondido and Oaxaca City, which is in the southern part of Mexico on the Pacific Coast. Wow. Or as in Oklahoma, Pacific Coast. Pacific. Oh, pus- <laughs> no, Pacific. specific. Pacific. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, yeah, we went to Porto Escondido. We were there for four days and then we went to, we flew to Oaxaca city for three and a half days and then flew back to Porto Escondido for another three days. So in the future, instead of breaking it up like that, we're going to do half the time in Porto Escondido, half the time in Oaxaca city. Did you it, Go ahead. Cause oh, it's well, this is so what happened was <laughs> we booked our flight from uh, Porto Escondido to Oaxaca City. It's only like a 30 minute mm-hmm. flight, but you're like in this airplane that's only made for like 10 people. It's fucking scary. Like Tony was sitting right next to the pilot. He had the whole headset on all that shit. And so we didn't book that flight back because we had read that there's like um, buses and vans that could take us back. And we're like, well, you know, we'd already been in Porto Escondido for four days. If we lose like six to eight hours due mm-hmm. to a van ride back, that's fine. So was it a van with like chickens and stuff in it? Oh, 
was this one of the poorest choices I've ever made on vacation? <laughs> Entirely, yes. <laughs> um, we were on this thing called the Express Van Lines. Um, it is not Express. It's just the name of the business. It does mm-hmm. not fully say exactly, you know, that it's an Express Van Line. Because it was a van, like an economy van, you know, for like 15 people. Oh, yeah. Um, but we made about 532 stops. <laughs> Picking, Picking up, up people, <laughs> dropping off people. Jerry, I almost had my second shark for the year on this van. Like, Were, was, were they selling like churros on the van too? No, but we would stop. <laughs> We would stop and people would, as people were getting off, people would be on the side asking us if we wanted stuff or whatever. But the thing is, I only pooped twice the whole time I was on I told vacation. you to drink the water. I, well, no, like I don't want to, no, that's, <laughs> I, I don't want to constantly be on the toilet, but I was on that van and my stomach started to hurt. I was like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom. But this guy was like stopping on the side of the bathroom for people to pee. And I'm like, I am not shitting on the side of the road, even though caca. we brought our own toilet paper and everything. Caca. I have to caca. No. <laughs> so we kept Mahon, asking the guy. Extra large. <laughs> <laughs> so I was asked, I told Tony, ask him when the next bathroom break is like, where the next proper bathroom. And the guy kept going, Oh, it's like 20 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour later, we still haven't stopped. And I said, Tony, it's becoming it has to happen within the next 10 minutes or there's going to be a problem on this van. And so he's like asking, he's like, Oh, it's another 20 minutes. And I was like, fuck another hour goes by before we actually get, we didn't even get to the proper bathroom. We were at a gas station. And I was like, we have to stop here. We have no choice. We have to stop, dude. I, hope there was a toilet and it wasn't just a hole in the ground. Oh, no, it was the toilet. You had to pay like (laughs) five pesos to get in. This is another thing I learned in Mexico, which is probably why I didn't poop a lot, is you have to grab your toilet paper before you go into the stall. Mm -hmm. There's no toilet paper in each stall. So I was like, like just pulling the toilet paper out because I knew like this because usually when there's a tenant they're like fold it twice and here you go oh no i'm gonna need about half a roll please um but then i get in the toilet and there's no fucking toilet seat no toilet seats on any of the toilets so it's like i just had to do it i was not comfortable but there was going to be an explosion if i did not there was still an explosion but it wasn't in my pants so i was happy with that but it was pure hell on that van. I will never do that again. It was real sketch. At some point, I thought we were going to be held captive as hostages because we had to pay these people to cross the road. It was so weird. Like, how long did it take you for the full bus ride? Um, well, in the ad, it says six and a half hours. But in reality, it was 10 and a half hours. God damn. In an air-conditioned van, <laughs> air-conditioned a- van, an air-conditioned van. Oh, okay. So, so that did, was that was. Were the you bad guys choice. staying at hotels or Airbnbs? 
Airbnbs, that's another. Um, our second half of the trip was full of bad choices. <laughs> our Airbnb actually wasn't quite so bad. But when we first got there, we were like, uh, what is this? Because we stayed in a place near the beach. So the top of it was like a palapa. So it was just straw, you know, mm-hmm. on the top. And that's where we were sleeping. We had to sleep in mosquito nets. Mm-hmm. Never done that before. I was like, oh my God, it's my third world country experience, I guess. But anyway, the bottom part was kind of like stucco, you know, like kind of like built from rocks kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the bathroom was separate. It was kind of outside. It was under the palapa, but it was lined with like bamboo sticks, mm-hmm. but you could see through the bamboo. It was like those huge bamboos. So we're like, mm, this is sketch because people live in the house, like in front of us. So they could totally like look in the bathroom and see us like fucking like showering. But to top it off, there were scorpions in the hut. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for scorpions. Um <laughs> I was afraid to touch anything. I shook out my shoes. I stripped the whole bed, like made sure there was no fucking scorpions and anything. Everything I went to go do, I had to like put a flashlight on it to make sure there's not a scorpion in it. It was driving me insane. Like, I wish I could have slept in the refrigerator because that's the only place a scorpion could not get into. And it was probably the best feeling spot. You just need to go at a resort, not no. Not but the to... reason I don't like to go to resorts because it's full of dumbass white people, and you can't. Yeah, but you're experience. but you're having a Karen experience now. The scorpions and the pooping through the bamboo. I didn't the... complain. I didn't complain. It was just when we first got there, it was a little ten and a shocking. half hour but boat uh, bus ride that you almost got held up. And that was yourself. a bad decision. That was a bad decision, and that was totally we're never doing that again. Like we will buy the flight back. <laughs> um, but it was really cool. Like um, in Oaxaca, when we flew to Oaxaca, we were actually on a plane with uh, a pair of Canadians. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a couple married. And Tony was hilarious because he gets to the airport and, you know, he knows Spanish. So he's like telling all these cab drivers what to do and stuff, you know. And so he's trying to find the best taxi for the people that are with us. But it's like, it was just me and Tony. And then the two Canadian guys were behind us. And then like four additional people were behind us. So Tony was like mother hen. And he had like all those little chicks behind him, like following him. (laughs) It was crazy. He got taxis for people, but the Canadian couple, we were like, you know, we were staying pretty close. We're like, oh, you know, hey, if you guys like want to meet up for dinner or whatever, let us know. So we met up for dinner. And then the next day we totally spent the whole day with them. Mm-hmm. We went to like uh, Mont Avon and like all these different tourist places, and they were fucking cool. Thomas and Can were their names, and they were from Toronto. Nice. So um, I think they'll, I think they might listen to the show. So if they are listening, hey guys, what's up? What's if up? Not, what's up? Anyway, but yeah, they were totally cool, and um, it was. It's kind of interesting when you like. I would never ever do that here in Chicago. I would never like meet up with some stranger and be like, oh, let's go hang out all day long. That would never, ever happen here, right? But in Mexico, nothing like that'll happen. Nothing bad will yeah. happen, so you can do it. Yeah, and it's also like, these people don't know me, so it's not like I have to, like, like live to some kind of standard or, you know, you know how it is. It's just mm-hmm. weird. But it's so late, like, so relaxed that you're just like, 
whatever. We'll do whatever. I don't care, you know, but <laughs> it was cool. They were fun. And they were like, oh, we have to come up Toronto because I've never been to Toronto. Before. Oh, Toronto is beautiful. And it's like, if you can hit it just right, like in May, when it's like the spring right before summer, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. And you can walk around and everybody's very friendly. There's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. So we'll have to make it a point to go to Toronto one day. So yeah. What's up with you? Oh God, I've been working like crazy. I was at the, in Jacksonville, Florida, and the listeners heard all about that. <laughs> and then this week I was in Sunday, Monday, Tuesday I was in Dallas, um, I did not get to meet up with our listener, John Bosch, because he oh, had, no. I'm he sh- had, he had oral surgery. So like, Oh, he, I bet he did, honey. <laughs> so I uh, bet he did. He was high on codeine and he was like, even better. Uh, I know. So we didn't get to meet up, but, um, I was telling my roommate, I said, oh, you should have met up with Joe in Dallas. I didn't, I don't know him. So he's the one that sends us the porn on Twitter. Mm. But uh, hi, Joe. I don't, I don't know you, so I didn't reach out. Anyway, um, <laughs> there are so many furries in downtown Dallas. Like the bottom half of all of the scruff was all people like in mascot outfits. And it wasn't to say, okay, I was like, well, maybe this is the same person. Maybe there's a multiple. convention. Maybe there was a convention I don't there. think there was because it was a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. It was like during the week. So I don't think it was a convention. All the furries I in Dallas live downtown. To, I have to like furries make me nervous mm-hmm. i just not even just furries like the dudes that wear like the puppy masks and stuff too like it was a lot I of those just too. get entirely fucking like anxious being and i don't even know why like it was like everything like past a mile from me like you know how scruff they have them anything that went like went past a mile was like puppy mask and then furry mascot outfits and i was like God damn, that, that's that's a lot, you know. I wonder if um, Dallas is like a like a meeting point for furries or stuff. I don't know. I asked if I could walk around because there was the bathhouse about a mile away. And I thought, well, maybe I'll just walk, you know, if I'm bored that first weekend. And the concierge was like, oh, yeah, it should be okay. Um, and then I asked a guy on Grinder, and he goes, mm, no, I would not walk around that neighborhood. He goes, you would probably be fine, but it is a little sketchy if it's at night. So I decided to listen to the local as opposed to the concierge. So I just ate tacos and had a bowl of queso for dinner that night. So I was like, well, I'm not going to be meeting anyone, so I can eat whatever I want. A bowl of queso. They could have came to you, right? I'm just... Well, they could have. I'm just talking about if I, I'm full of cheese and then eat, I, what did I have? Oh, El Pastor tacos. And then I had a giant margarita, discus tequila. It's the real estate was not going to be up for having a gentleman caller over. Mm. Okay. Um, RC Martinez, who's a listener to the show, just sent me a text message with a meme. And I, you won't be able to read it, but this is the picture, right? Wait, so you know, it, I didn't get to see the whole thing. It's two guys with their bellies out, right? They look like redneck as shit. Wait, let me. No, I was going to read it. Oh, okay. I was. It said, "He go well." First, he said, "Kind of mean to say about your home state." First of all, I'm not from fucking West Virginia, but this is true right here about West Virginia. Same thing. West Virginia murders are hard to solve. There are no dental records, and all of the DNA is the same. 
We could do footprints because you know they're not wearing shoes like you at your high school graduation. Well, you would <laughs> if they don't if they don't wear shoes, then they have no prints because they're all worn off. No, it's they leave the Win Dixie feet marks everywhere, and they don't have prints on their hands because they're always jerking off their brothers. So it's like, what do you do? Oh God! One of the <laughs> listeners said that he te- messaged me and said that when we were talking and you said you were the first person in your high school. And I was like, to wear shoes. He said, I cackled so hard and so long and so loud. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh, thank you. That was a, that was not planned. (laughs) So fucking rude. (laughs) Uh, Totally. Um, So yeah, so that's kind of all about what I've been doing. I, I go to Palm Springs on Tuesday for another golf tournament to pretend like I know what I'm doing there. And I'm there. And then I go to the Bahamas on Monday, not this, not tomorrow, the next Monday. And I'm there till Friday. I think I'm there way too long for how many people are actually going to be at this event, but whatever, it's fine. So is Um, this kind of a thing where you can go somewhere and then after you're done working, you could spend a couple of days there and chill out and have fun? I mean, it could, but when you do it too many days in a row, the last thing you want to do is stay longer and walk around because you've been standing for, you know, eight to 10 hours at work every day. Do it before. Um, it, you'd have to find some, it's a pain. I mean, mm. I, 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 you're, you're, you're going there to work and, you know, if you go and do stuff before and you're tired coming in, mm. it's just going to make this experience miserable. So, I mean, occasionally I've, I've stayed, if it's like, I, I know a friend somewhere. Um, mm. but for the most part, I'm like, Oh, I want to go home. Get me so out of like <laughs> the next time you go to Dallas, since you have a friend named John Bosch there, you know, you'll probably stay. Um, I don't know. So, uh, Dallas is different because I could sometimes I could have my parents come and get me and oh. then I can be home for a week with my mom and dad and then, you know, and then fly back out. Um, mm-hmm. So Dallas is a little easier and different um, than like, say, Florida. You know, I could see a friend there if I don't, I don't think I actually know anyone and live in Florida, but like Phoenix is a good example. Like if I flew in, I could stay a day or two because I could see my friends, Jeff or Paul and Shane, Mm -hmm. um, which is what I had done before when I didn't live there or couldn't drive there. But it depends, you know, it's, you know, depends on the city that you go to, but, you know, Chicago, I usually, you know, come in a day early and stay with Adam or stay one day after and, you know, stay with him depending on his. Oh, you know what you like to do is you like to come into the city and then not tell me until after you've left. That's not true. I I texted you the other day and your response was busy. When I said I'm flying in busy. (laughs) (laughs) But in my defense, you were only literally there. You arrived at like at one in the morning or something like that. Not that time. I said, I hi from, hi from O'Hare busy. That's exactly what it was. And I was like, fuck you then, Ricky. I'm just saying hello. <laughs> Busy. Busy. <laughs> That's Probably my go-to answer. Busy. If I don't even know what's happening, I'm like, busy. Got I'm too busy. <laughs> <laughs> busy work. Pretend I'm pretending to work. Especially if it's somebody that I think may like want something from me. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on Saturday at two o'clock? Busy. Busy. I'm busy. Oh, we're going to ask you if you want to go to Great Mirror. Oh, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, I can get I can, I can meet up. <laughs> did you have a day off between when you got back, or did you go right to work? Another bad choice. That's that's a rookie well, mistake. We had a bunch of rookie mistakes in our last part of our 
uh, vacation. One of those is um, we took an empty bag with us Mm -hmm. so that we could bring stuff back. Right. Well, was fine because that's what we did. We put the stuff that we bought in the bigger empty bag. And then we had a backpack that was pretty much empty and we had it in the big bag, but they said, oh, it weighs too much. Like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Both of us paid to have extra an extra bag checked, right? So mm-hmm. we're like, well, we both paid, so we have 60 pounds. And they're like, no, it's per person. So I had to take out the empty bag and put something in it, which we put our mole negro in it and our um, chocolate paste that we brought back. Mm-hmm. The bag's gone. Oh, no. They lost it. Oh, no. I'm so, so pissed. Some bagman was like, oh my God, I bet my, my grandma, my abuela will love this. Mm-hmm. Yoink. Mm-hmm. So we're in the process of that now. We're probably going to have to get paid back for the bag. And we're going to fucking say there was like 200 kilos worth of chocolate in there. And we're going to need about $4,000 for that. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't, I try if I, because, if I, you know, I know what the nonsense is. Like when you get back to work, like. Oh my God, you haven't answered emails for two weeks. There's an out of office thing. No, no. Not only is there an out of office, but a month prior to me leaving in my signature line, it said upcoming PTO gave the dates, you know, reach out to this person. Nope. Delete, delete, Mm -hmm. delete all the emails I was gone for because none of them matters. I was gone. I can't do that because some of the things I had to respond to. So yeah, that, they can, they can, they can re-email you when you return. <laughs> you are out of the office. Hey, could you come be my assistant? And uh, actually, could you come be my conscious? And then like, <laughs> when I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll read that email. You're like, no. And you step in front of me and you're like, he is not doing it. He's nope. deleting all emails. You're going to resend. <laughs> Just all contacts. I deleted everything that came in the last two weeks. If you need to get a hold of me, send me something. But I, I was gone per my out of office. Right. I was gone. So, uh, I'm kind of like a work person. I just feel bad. So I do it. <laughs> they don't feel bad when they leave. They don't. They don't. But also we all, I mean, they did do a lot of my work, so I can't really complain. It's just going through the emails because I got back and there was almost a thousand emails. Delete. <laughs> just make a folder that said vacation, vacation, show the dates and just move it all there. Move it all over there. Hit the first one, scroll all the way down the bottom, shift, hit it again, delete. <laughs> the thing it is, is our emails don't delete for 20 years. They keep them for 20 years. It, but it's out of your inbox. <laughs> Right. It's out of your inbox. You didn't read it. They can see you didn't read it. No, my pure hell would be to go to work every day and the same emails are there because they upload them. You know, it's like Groundhog Day. (laughs) That would be my like pure hell is to go into work with a thousand emails and stress and then leave, get it down. And then the next day start over with a thousand emails. I've told you, I think about in the podcast about the guy that I work for at World Trade that didn't know that. Cause he used to leave all his emails open until he finished whatever. And he was like, my computer's running slow. Can you come look at it? And I was like, <laughs> what are all these open windows? You have like 150 windows. Click, 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 click. And he started to panic. And I was like, what are you panicking about? He goes, you're deleting those. And I was like, no, I'm not. So I deleted, I, I did, I closed all the windows. And then I showed him the, the outbox or the inbox. And was like, look, they're all still there. 
I said, they don't disappear until you delete them. I said, even if you accidentally delete it, it's still in the trash. Oh, nobody, nobody explained that to them when they went to email. And he was well, okay. I can understand that. Yeah. That, and that's what, that's I, I why I was like, that. okay. But I was like, Ed, it's all here. Cause he was just leaving them up until he finished whatever it was. And then he'd hit, he'd close the window, but there was like 150 open. And I was like, this is why your computer is so slow to, you know, close all these windows. And so I showed him and, and later on, I fit, I found out that like when Morgan Stanley went to email, they really didn't tell anybody how to do it. They were like, we're just going to this and you're just going to have to do it. And, you know, they were like, oh, but we don't want to. They were like tough. And so they just kind of made everybody do it. And nobody really explained to the older ones that had been there for years how it worked. So they knew how to respond, but they didn't know what to do after they responded. So I had to do a little tutorial for Ed. He was very nice. Oh, that's yeah, so nice he, of you. He you also, you're a trainer now. You're basically he, a certified trainer right. in, my, in Microsoft. He also wouldn't use PowerPoint because he had been in a meeting when PowerPoint, this was in 2000. PowerPoint uh-huh. had died in the presentation. He was like, fuck that. So he would, he had hard copies and he would have me cut out like stuff and, and glue it on and then make copies because he, he'd pass out the presentations. He's like, I'm not using PowerPoint. I don't trust it. It's gone down. No, he's like, I'm not doing it. It's like, okay, whatever you want. So I would like type out like these little headlines and then I'd cut them out and I'd put them on the thing. And, you know, it was just, it was traditional, like kindergarten cut and paste, like, you know, with like words and like little pictures or whatever he wanted to say. And then he would like type up like that useful information. I'd cut it and frame it. (laughs) And he didn't care. That's how he wanted it. I was like, all right, works for me. That's... I mean, you could never do that now. <laughs> oh God, no! They would be like, uh, "You're fired." They'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" If you handed that out <laughs> presentation, <laughs> you know, trying to get investors to, you know, listen to you. Here, I've got this, and it was all he loved it on like neon, like copy paper. So I was like, "Do you have a preference?" He goes, "Nope, you pick it." So you know, one week it would be pink, and then the next week it would be orange, and then he's like, "Oh, I like the orange. Let's do that again." And I was like, "Okay." And so had do that. Did that hurt your eyes to look at? Like trying to look at writing and no, I mean, it was that, you know, Uh fluorescent, you know, not really fluorescent, but the pastel color, but he, he, I, he, I did whatever he wanted. He was just so sweet about it. Um, But you know, that's when you got like three deliveries of mail and just piles and piles of like paper, because that's what it was then. And then the fax machine was just going all day long. Of, you know, Jesus, try this, try this, you know, and you'd blow the paper up and it'd spit out, you know, and then you'd take in the first day, okay, here's the first mail delivery, here's the first faxes, and then, you know, second delivery. You know, when I worked for Publix in Florida, mm-hmm. I went to go work there and I was flabbergasted that we actually had to hand type checks there. Oh, wow. So people would retire, you know, we did retirement checks every month, like mm-hmm. we, they were paid out every month. Right. So like every month we would have like 2000 checks to hand type and we'd have to get it done. Like in a week, it's like, what the fuck is this place? And it was like the, like you would type it up. And if the che- you fucked up on the check, you just had to start over. Like there was no, there was no correction tape. No, you couldn't. So it was like, fuck. So you would just. I hated that job. Well, I didn't hate the job. I just, 
it was too old school. They finally moved to printing things out, which right. was nice. But by that time, I was like, bye, moving to Chicago, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, Adam's saying, y'all are going too long. Hurry up and stop. So I think oh, we've been going about no, 35 minutes. 27. No. Yeah. 30, 30. We're probably at yeah. 30 when I started. Right. So let's wrap this one up. Oh, um, before we wrap up, just a reminder that if you have a problem with your Skiwi's order, that the live chat is open seven days a week. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will be talking to a real person that can solve your problems. And they want to stress that they are always on the customer side. So just reach out if you have an issue when you're getting your free underwear or using the Foul Monkeys 20 discount code for other orders. Yes. And remember, free shipping over $50. Yes, yes, yes. So go buy underwear. All right, you guys. We will talk with you later. This is Ricky. This is Jerry. Bye. Skivvies.com is the men's underwear authority offering over 20 top brands of sexy men's underwear, including Daniel Alexander, Covermail, Good Devil, Cock Socks, Inti Men, Agacio, Secret Mail, and much more. Since 2000, Skivvies has proudly sold more than a million pairs of sexy and comfy underwear and swimwear. They're proudly shipping to more than 100 countries and ship most orders the same day. Customer service is available seven days per week. Their customers love their bikinis, jock straps, thongs, and we know you will too. Skivvies would love for you to try their undies risk-free. Just pay for shipping. Go to skivvies.com slash collection slash foulmonkeys and use the discount code foulmonkeys to claim your free pair. This promotion is only valid for first-time customers. However, for repeat customers, use the code foulmonkeys20 to save 20% off your order. Thank you for getting foul with Foul Monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.